How much do you think it cost to design the Nike logo? I'll give you a minute to think about it. If you guessed $35, then you would be correct. But let me go ahead and tell you more about it. Welcome to Design Dive, the podcast that explores design that's all around us every Wednesday in just 10 to 15 minutes so you can get on with your day. My name's Chris Downs, and whether you're a designer or just simply curious about how design impacts our everyday life, you're in the right place. So let's dive in. Today, we're going to talk about the Nike logo, where it came from, how it came to be, and how it's the most iconic logo in the world that's so recognizable by many. Now, it's impossible to walk down the street without seeing someone wearing a pair of Nike shoes or even some other piece of clothing sold by Nike. But have you ever thought, what was the thought that went into just such a simple logo? I mean, really, it's just a curvy check mark, to be totally honest. But really, it might be simpler than you think. For me, I thought it was maybe just a complex design that went through several iterations, but it wasn't. It was actually much more simple. Let's first go back to the year 1964. There was a track coach by the name of Bill Bowerman that asked a student there at Oregon State by the name of Phil Knight to help him come up with a new spiked cleat. Now, eventually, a partnership was formed and a business would come out of this named Blue Ribbon Sports. They specialized in purchasing these Japanese running shoes and would sell them in the United States. Years would go by and the business proved to be successful. Phil Knight, as the co-founder, felt like there was more opportunity for the business to become something, to start its own line of shoes. So we go to the year 1971. Phil Knight was teaching school at Portland State University and overheard two students, one of them by the name of Carolyn Davidson, a graphic design student, mentioning to her friend that she couldn't afford this oil painting class that she really wanted to go to. Well, Knight overheard that conversation and decided to talk to her and offered $2 an hour to do some design work for Blue Ribbon Sports on the side. Now, I know what you're thinking. Mr. Knight, $2 an hour? Are you really ripping off students? Well, before you think that, if we adjust that for inflation, that's about $14 an hour today. So a pretty good side gig if if you're a student there. Well, Davidson did various designs for Blue Ribbon Sports, charts and graphs mainly for presentations for Mr. Knight. Uh, And eventually, like I had mentioned before, Knight felt like that he really wanted to take this business to the next level. And instead of selling Japanese running shoes, create his own line of shoes. So Davidson was asked to design a new logo. The instructions that she was given was from Mr. Knight was that he liked the Adidas logo. He thought it looked really nice, sleek, and really liked the lines that it presented on the side of the shoe. And he wanted motion to be conveyed in some way 
with that design. Now, Davidson later said, quote, oh, he loved Adidas. That would be part of my problem. He loved the Adidas stripes. He loved them. Well, when you really love something, try to get somebody to look over here at something different. So essentially, he was fascinated with this logo, and that's primarily what he wanted to pattern it off of. If you're a designer, you know when you talk to clientele and they get their mindset on something, it's hard to deviate from. Well, she spent three weeks working on this design and in total spent 17 and a half hours working on it. Of her process, she would draw a picture of a shoe and then draw logos on tissue paper, later crumple them up and overlay that that drawing to then see if it would look good. She felt like if she would crumple up that paper and make it look rough like a shoe would if it got dirty and, and rough out on the road, that if it the message still came through clear, then it was a good logo. After she was done, she took several designs and presented it to Knight and two others. Uh, one of them by the name of Jeff Johnson. He actually suggested the name Nike. Uh, one of the founders there at, patterned after the Greek goddess of victory, strength, and speed. Just a fun fact of where the name came from. But after presenting several designs, they landed on the Nike swoosh that we know today. Of that logo, Knight's response was, quote, I don't love it, but I think it will grow on me. Now, if you're a designer and you hear that, you just want to slowly die inside because part of you wants to say, well, what do I need to do to make it better? And that's exactly what Davidson did she asked if she could work on it some more because she wasn't totally satisfied on that response but in the background mr knight was under pressure because in mexico the boxes for nike were ready to put a logo on them and he was under pressure to hurry and get a logo to them to slap on there so that they could start selling shoes so knight said no he paid the 35 dollars that was invoiced by davidson uh, which, let me adjust that for inflation, that's $195 today, and eventually became the logo that we know today. Now, in 1972, a year later, the first full line of Nike shoes were launched. So let's back up a little bit. We'll, that $35 is mind-boggling to me, and a lot of people might say, well, she was obviously ripped off. The Nike logo is the most iconic logo of the world that's recognizable across continents. And that's what she was paid? Well, before you start thinking that, Davidson said that she really didn't think she was cheated. She said that it was really a normal pay for a logo and that everything was done fair and square. Now, Davidson went on to work with Nike and designed advertisements for several years. Uh, but eventually Nike grew to the point where she couldn't be the only designer and eventually other designers were brought on. She later then went on to do some freelance work after she graduated. And later Knight felt that Davidson really needed to be awarded for just such a successful logo. So he surprised her with a party where she was 
awarded with this gold ring that had a Nike logo engraved on it and a diamond put into it, as well as 500 shares of the company. Now, 500 shares at the time that this happened, 1983, was $8,000. Pretty good payday, which today would translate to $18,000 today. Much better than you know the, the $35 that she was originally paid, uh, that obviously Knight did not have to go out of his way to do. But Davidson never cashed out those 500 shares. And since then, there have been four instances where the stock has been split, meaning that today those 500 shares are now 8,000 shares, or now those shares are worth three quarters of a million dollars. So Davidson was well rewarded for her efforts in creating the logo. Over the years, the Nike logo would change slightly with other graphics and fonts being adjusted, but really that Nike swoosh designed by Davidson hardly changed for over 50 years and is still the same to this day. If you wanted to know, the phrase just do it was added in 1988, so a little while after the original launch of the line. But it really is one of the most famous logos in the world. So next time you see a Nike logo, and it might be on one of your pieces of clothing right now, just know that it really took three weeks to design, 17 and a half hours, and cost $35. Later, it would become the symbol of the worldwide brand that it is today. And that's our dive. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the channel, leave a rating or a review, or share this podcast with others. But until next time, keep learning, stay inspired, and remember, design is all around us. See ya.